Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. everyone, Linda OJ here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. Today, our regular guest, Steve Bentley, Northern River Financial, and myself will be discussing an article from the Huffington Post, which discusses not having enough time in the day. Good morning, Steve. How are you this morning on this nice rainy morning we're having outside? Well, I surprised myself and attended a 7 a.m. breakfast meeting. I quite enjoyed it, but that's not my favorite time of day. But now I'm all ready to go for the rest of the day. <laughs> that's great. I don't know how you did it after getting in from Toronto last night. You, you, you need well, time, time, to, time to unwind, I think. <laughs> it's funny. So there's not enough time in the day for me. And um, I guess I found this article on the Huffington Post and... Um, I thought it did really talk a little bit about people like you and myself who run. Well, I run, I, I've got two businesses, and I think you've got two or three businesses, Steve. Yeah. So basically, one thing it says, you know, in the article is we've all struggled with the, you know, I just don't have enough time in the day to do everything. But I don't think that's really true. Do you, Steve? No, you know, it's funny. Um, every time we, we speak, usually what comes up is the concept of, of how do you find time to do everything? And I like what the article said. It said, the notion of not enough time is a myth. It's all in your mind. It's more about making certain things a priority. And that's so true. Mm -hmm. We have to find time in our schedule to do the things we need to do. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what drives me crazy. As you know, one of my businesses is the Small Business Grinch Network. And um, if people commit to coming to one of our events, one of your events, or a different event, whether they pay money for it or not, it should be a firm commitment, not a case of, oh, well, I forgot or I was tired. Um, put it in your calendar. You've got enough time to come. Um, we all make excuses, you know, why we can't do something. Um, do you think it is all about us being more organized and having a really committed attitude? Committed is definite. I think everybody needs to try and be as organized as possible. And I think some people have a challenge with that. You know, it's amazing how many people try and just wing it or do it off the, you know, do it off the cuff and yeah, I'll come and not really make firm commitments and forgetting about what they committed to. We need to write it down. We need to put it into our electronic devices. We need to have a calendar. We need to make sure we commit and that we follow through with those commitments. And, you know, even if there's something that comes up, mm -hmm. at least allowing enough time to be able to connect with somebody and say, hey, you know, that mm -hmm. event in two days, I have this client commitment. I can't mm -hmm. move away from it. I'm apologizing. Instead of just not showing up or mm -hmm. contacting you at the last minute. And the reason that really bothers me is because it disrespects the person that you're trying to connect to mm -hmm. or commit to. Definitely. That doesn't reflect their, their value, their time. 
Well, I, I, as you know, and I think you do the same as me, I book at least two to three months ahead. So, and I'm not just talking about, you know, um, if I'm speaking at a conference or if I'm attending one of our networking events. Um, you know, if people want to meet me for coffee or lunch, which a lot of people do, or if I've got to meet one of my clients locally, um, I do book two to three months ahead. And people are quite surprised, but I think that's part of the problem why a lot of people don't think they've got any time. So basically, I'm a morning person in the sense that I love to get up, I love to have my shower and my breakfast. And then Mondays, typically, I try and stay in my office all day and take care of a lot of the, the admin and the stuff that none of us like to do. But I still start every morning with my emails and my social media. I try to make my appointments from 9 o'clock onwards if possible. So I've got a kind of a plan. What's your plan, Steve? I, you know, exactly. I have a calendar. And my staff are aware of my calendar, and they know when things can be booked in and when things can't. I mean, I have standing commitments on Monday morning in my Waterloo office, Tuesday morning in my Cambridge office, and either a Friday or uh, Monday, depending on the week in my Huntsville office. So it's important that people, when they're working for you as well, understand your schedule. But I think the key is really looking ahead and like you look at a, a networking meeting, you know, it's going to happen every month. Potentially, you know what night it's going to be on, you know, what time it's going to be Book it in for the year, you know, it's going to happen. So you, people started to make more of a mental note and actually making a list or putting it into their electronic devices. It would be easier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other part of that extends to, and I think we all need to work on getting organized. You know, as much as we like to say we're organized, I still think there's always things yeah, to learn. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's but I think the, the one thing, too, and I always get this question from people as well. You know, I got family things to do, and I got personal mm-hmm. things to do. You know what? I, I say this to people. Treat your family like your clients, mm-hmm. meaning that you schedule time into your week that is strictly either your family time or your personal time. And even downtime, you need to unwind. You need to have some time to be able to just, Definitely. you know, take your eyes off the game and just, just find some way to deal with, with the stress that we deal with on a daily basis. Definitely. But yeah. everything's got to be reflected in your scheduling. Yeah. I think the reason you and I have been in business such a long time and, and people respect us and see us as professional, as you mentioned earlier, we, we got back from Toronto quite late last night and we literally just had time to, to run home, get changed and come to host our own networking event. I was very tired. Dave's coming down with a cold and I did want to say, let's not bother, but we've not done that yet. So we're not going to start now. I um. I'd invited, uh, I always invite people along to our meetings as guests to see if they like it. And uh, very last minute before I was leaving my home, one of the people I invited a few months ago said, I'm so sorry, I can't make it tonight, but how about you and I meet next week for a coffee chat? And I'm thinking, it sounds very rude to me, but um, I personally haven't got the time to meet next week. I'm in Montreal, but, you know, why couldn't this person make the meeting? They didn't give me any excuses why they could make it so then I sent out the email saying it won't be till probably January now because we're either out of town or incredibly busy I would call that a time waster in the list that this this Huffington Post gave us it said avoid time suckers so we all have time wasters in our life whether it's the internet tv or people so you've got to identify which of these things waste our time the other thing is and again you know a lot of people listen to this who we know I see a lot of people on Facebook, as an example, who are in business, building businesses, and they do waste a lot of time on Facebook, and then they say they haven't got time to build a brand. I don't get that, Steve. You know, it's funny you bring that up because I'm one of the people, they say you're on social media a lot, but there is a structure to that. There is a schedule. There is people working to 
provide and post that content because it's all about the online brand and about that promotability of our online presence. But that said, there's a lot of people who can't put down their electronic devices. I mean, a good example is this people that just are on Facebook continuously and those who can't develop a regimen for how they check their voicemail, mm-hmm. how they check their email. It's almost every time their, their machine buzzes, mm-hmm. they got to pick it up and look at it. I, I like the term that was come up with respect to BlackBerry years ago, being a crackberry. (laughs) It's an addiction. People just got to find out that most current piece of information. One of the trouble that we deal with in in, in our business lives is that information is so immediate, so immediately available, and then so does the client and the customer and the prospect and the people we deal with, their expectations in terms of our requires. Mm. So we need to be disciplined in terms of how we use our time. And I think coming back to the time suckers, you know, that's, that's the people who just, can't, you know, find ways to, to fill their day. So they find things that are a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And so you do have time to do things, but you need to prioritize what is an important use of time and what is not an important use of time. Maybe they don't, and you know, I see a lot of people online saying, oh my gosh, it's Monday, I've got to go to work, or oh, I can't wait till the end of work. Find something else that you love to do. Don't waste your time. When I talk about social media, though, Steve, I'm talking more about the people that... Um, are supposed to be building their brand, are going on social media to actually get the brand noticed and recognized, but they're posting stuff that's nothing to do with their brand, nothing to do with growing their business. It's not rubbish. It's fun stuff. I post fun stuff. You post fun stuff. But again, be organized and say, okay, the first, I don't know, hour in the morning, I'm going to do the social media because I want to grow my brand. And then if you want in your lunchtime or tea break, then get, you know, fun times on Facebook and and do what I call the time wasters. Um, One of the other things I like on here is about the early bird or the night owl. Now, I know I'm very naughty, but I do sleep well. I do sleep seven or eight hours. But sometimes I'll wake up at four o'clock in the morning all ready to go. And I'll think, well, if I, if I don't put this on my phone now, I'll forget it for in the morning. So I'm kind of an early bird and a night owl saying that. I fall asleep at 11 o'clock of a night, but wake up at four in the morning. I mean, do you have any bad habits like that? Oh, I'm not going to admit to bad habits. Everybody has bad habits. You know? <laughs> I, I would say I'm probably more of an early bird and I've got a certain time of night where I just stop. Because you need to stop. And I think the trouble is when people are trying to both work out early in the morning or, or do work early in the morning and then work it late into the night, they've got to realize they need downtime. They need proper rest and relaxation because they're not totally focused and they don't have 100% of their energy and they're 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 just driving their days and they're dragging their feet and they're not being productive. So they got to make sure they've got the proper balance there because it's important that we are able to engage our clients and engage our business every day and have the energy to do that and not get wiped out at like two o'clock in the afternoon and then sort of grab the coffee and you know it's just getting mm-hmm. some better balance in life is important so you, you talk, either you're you early or you're not <laughs> but you can't be both in my mind unless um, yeah i've been curling up in bed at nine thirty every night and for me seven or eight hours is enough so that's my excuse for waking up at you know four or something like that and also, the difficult one for all of us, where I'm getting much better at it, just say no. Just say no. I found that very difficult in my early years, especially when it's, you know, my volunteer um, um, duties or somebody who said, well, I know, I know you can help with networking. Can you give me some advice? Sometimes nicely, I have to say no because... I'm so busy, much busier than I was, say, 10 years ago. Do you, do you sometimes have to say no or do you find it difficult? 
Uh, I think we all have to have that skill, and that's very hard because we like to do everything we can for everybody, but at the same time, we can't do everything for everybody. So being able to say no is an important skill that any person, not just a business owner, should be able to say, look, you know what? You can't just continually run, 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 run. And I think it's important, and we do this even with respect to client relationship. You know what? Sometimes if we just can't be on the same page as them and we just don't feel we can provide 100% of the service that we need to provide to them, maybe we're not in the right relationship with mm-hmm. them. So there's people that we will mm-hmm. create relationships with and there's a few that you know we may decide not to. But mm-hmm. like I said, you and I both get you know calls and, and emails on a daily basis asking mm-hmm. for this favor and that favor. Well, you know, we can do some of them, but we can't do all of them. I think where we are strong is we can turn around and say, and say it in a polite way, you know, I appreciate Appreciate the thought, but here's the challenge with doing that for you. This I, will, I will try to do that in future, Steve. <laughs> but I mean, this morning I was doing um, not just a favour for you know one of my members who invited myself and Dave along to this awesome networking event. I like to recommend and refer people to different networking events, organisations, and I felt that by myself and Dave going along today, we can then honestly say to people it's an awesome organization definitely go and talk to a b or c about it whereas before i couldn't because i didn't know enough about the organization but that's my choice now not not to go to another seven o'clock meeting unless i really have to because even though i'm wide awake and ready to go i love um in the article, it closes and says, remember there will be days when you won't complete everything on your list. That's okay. Just make sure your most important tasks are done first and leave the rest for tomorrow. What I tend to do, I always leave a bit of white space in my calendar because we all have emergencies. And if you are fully booked to books, back-to-back meetings, which I will admit, that's what my husband, Dave, because he works for you know a large organization, poor guy. <laughs> So basically, I leave a bit of space for maybe if I do have to have a doctor's appointment suddenly or if something comes up with one of my clients. Do you do the same? You know, there's a couple of things we do. I never make sh- I, I don't book meetings back to back so that I'm running. I always want to make sure that sometimes they go over, sometimes early, mm-hmm. sometimes something becomes an emergency and I need to deal with it, a phone call, an email, whatever the case may be. But I think your point of a task list, and this is what that article refers to, mm-hmm. something that needs to be a continually going document. In other words, you need to find part of the day in the morning or at night before and just go through the tasks for the next day mm-hmm. or update them or change them or add to them, but always have that focus of having that task list. Because if we try to remember everything and then mm-hmm. plug it into different places in our phone or our iPads, we're going to get lost. And then mm-hmm. things are going to creep up that we forgot about. So having a very focused list, I think it's, it's critical to what we do. Mm-hmm. And I always take the time. If I'm, if I'm not like when I go to Montreal with Dave next week, I'll be catching up with clients, but I will leave some time for me to to breathe and, and rest because I've been on, on the run constantly. So I am looking after myself. I am balancing my time. And then I've got the time if a client who I haven't arranged to meet there says, well, you know, can you fit me? Well, yes, I can. I'll still have my rest, but I do have some spare time. So what would you like to leave with us today, Steve? Because you have so much wisdom to share. I think, you know, something that, that's sort of been gnawing at me for, for a bit is, you know, a couple of days ago, I, I get an email saying, here's this great event coming up in three days. Why don't you come out? <laughs> and I'm thinking, if we're going to be organizing events or organizing meetings, as you said, look, two or three months ahead of time, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we are respectful of people's time so that mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I look at getting an email like that and I said, do you really think I have nothing else going on? Right. <laughs> Sorry. I, I would have loved to come to that event, but I don't have time. Yeah. I'm committed. So trying to create as much lead time and notice as possible for anything that you need to schedule or people you need to communicate, not only is best in terms of your scheduling, but it's also respectful of the other people's time. Oh, that's awesome. I really, I really love that. And we finished on a really good point. So next time you or I say there's not enough time in the day, we have to smack each other because we do have enough time. And as I know, you mentor a lot of people like I do. So I will be reminding people there is enough time in the day. But if you don't enjoy your job, people, if you're not enjoying what you do, please look elsewhere because life's too short to do something you don't enjoy. And on that note, I'm going to say a happy goodbye and we'll see you again and enjoy another podcast soon, Steve. All right. Take care. Have a great day. And you. Bye for now.